Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Don't Mind Us in the Ring podcast. My name is Micah, and I have my friend Aiden here. Aiden, say hello. What is up? We're talking about wrestling today. Wrestling. So, Aiden. Yes. I have a question for you. What is your earliest memory of watching wrestling? Memory of wrestling has to be... And I, I would say it started around the Ruthless Aggression era. We're talking about the era that saw the rise of John Cena. You know, the SmackDown 6. We're talking about Edge, Rey Mysterio. The era was crazy. That was, like, the most I watched when I was younger until now. Okay, uh, is there, like, any match that I sticks mean, out in the, your the head? The most that comes up to me in Ruthless Aggression, obviously, is the, of course, the debut of John Cena. You know, wearing his little tight, his like bicycle shorts looking, you know, thing. He wasn't, he wasn't wearing <laughs> jean shorts yet. Um, but uh, he ch- took uh, a Angle, uh, open challenge. And, you know, obviously with the infamous line, told him, you know, what do you bring to the table? And he, you know, said, ruthless aggression. Ruthless and aggression. And he gave that man the slap. Heard in that arena. Very iconic. And the beginning oh, of a great career. It was the beginning of a great career from good old Big Match mm-hmm. John. Um, for me, um, the earliest I remember is oh god, do you remember when Alien Force um first premiered on yeah, TV? Like around that time. Yeah, it was around then like, when I first started watching. Oh wait, maybe. It was it was like oh seven oh eight somewhere around the ballpark, um, but where my mom used to work at. Sometimes she would have to, like, work late, so she would, like, bring me and my brother up, like, up there with her. And, like, in, like, the lounge area, there would be a TV. Mm-hmm. And we were browsing through channels, and uh, we came across SmackDown. And the I forget who exactly was in the match, but I remember Finley being in that match. Ah, okay, that era. Yeah, yeah, Finley was, yeah, definitely around that era. I don't know what to call that era, but I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so, like, I mean, like, I remember Ruthless Aggression, right? But, like, I'm also part of that transition period between, like, Ruthless Aggression and PG. I would say I am the same, too, around that same era. Like, that Ruthless Aggression transition, you know, forward is when I was, like, my my years of wrestling. Um, The first match I vividly remember was uh, the Halloween episode of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, Undertaker versus Chavo Guerrero, <laughs> Guerrero in a casket match. Oh, I think I remember the storyline, and it was because mainly because if I'm if I am correct, this was part of the whole La Familia storyline with Edge, Vicky, and Chavo. If I'm wrong, I think because so. Because they were a stable. Then there, it was La Familia, and it had like uh, Chavo, and then it had Chavo's bodyguard. I forgot his name. It was some stupid name, but. <laughs> They were involved with the Undertaker. Uh, no, it was funny. I knew nothing about any sort of storyline, <laughs> what was going on. All I knew is that I saw a casket come down to the Yo. ring, carried by druids. Um, f- For a child? Yup. Um, that's pretty What's scary. wrong going off to? Yes. And funny enough, even though... As a child, The Undertaker scared the shit out of me. Um, he is actually one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He's uh, definitely on the on my top ten 
for sure. He's he scares me, right? Like as a child, but like at the same time, I was captivated. And the storyline, uh, there's like two storylines I remember specifically. Like first, like just starting off, it was, it, it was the La Familia storyline, um, and then it was also um, RKO. It was. <laughs> Mr. Randy, Randy Keith Orton slaughtering the entire McMahon family leading up to WrestleMania 25. That was uh, actually good. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Raw in a minute. Oh my god. That was peak Randy right there. Um, and that was also the same storyline where I found out wrestling was fake and I tried to deny it. Because <laughs> I'm like, if this is fake, why would someone slam someone's head with a staircase? I that that's the time when even when I did find out I was like you know it's whatever it's fine because it's still entertaining. It, it is it is, um. But anyway, that that's how I kind of got started and like my main wrestling game was uh, SmackDown vs Raw two thousand nine or ten. It was ten. Mine was uh two thousand nine. A lot I played a lot of two thousand nine. Uh, no, I, I played a lot of two thousand ten. Ten I played for a little bit, but a lot I played a. I, Hell of a lot of 2009. Hey, what's crazy? Like, people get on, like, the like the latter version of DX, where, like, they're mainly, like, selling yeah. stuff, right? But that's the one I remember the most. Oh, yeah. And that's the, that's the one, like, I attach to. And I think Triple H and Sean did a really good job. That was... I think that was the year of, like... I wouldn't say the... Not the, the DX, you know, the the Shawn Michaels Triple H DX, anyway. Just them two. I think that was the time where they were still around, actually. Yeah, they were still around because, like, they, they were still around, like, 07, 06. But it was just those, those two. And they still, I think, bled in a bit into 09 um, around there. You know, obviously, for some like, funny segments and such. Right. And I remember Little People's Square. Yeah, Little, I think that was actually in 09, actually. Little People's Square. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh. That actually is my favorite. Actually, probably like uh, say wrestling games because of the cover. Also, cover is great. Oh god! And so fast forward to 2021, where the landscape has kind of changed. Uh, you could say the that. Good and the bad. A little bit of the both. Depends on someone's yeah. perspective. Um, Aiden. Mm-hmm. What's coming up in like less than twenty four hours? Would be, uh, Actually, the time we're recording uh, less than yeah, twelve that hours. That would be Crown Jewel. That would be Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. The beautiful country of Saudi Arabia. Stop going back there, but damn man, they keep doing it. Um. So I locked into a contract with that. <laughs> uh. Yes. Um. That the, the we we can that that's here nor there. Um. For right now. So, we've had the go-home show for both SmackDown and Raw before um, Crown Jewel. And, I guess, the go-home for for NXT before Halloween Havoc. Yes, I believe so. Um, so, let's just recap those first, and then we can do our Crown Jewel predictions yep. from there. And then also talk about a little promotion that's a bit all elite. Oh, boy. Um, Aiden, SmackDown. SmackDown. What is it? Now, you know, obviously, we're starting with the good. We're starting with the good right now. SmackDown doesn't seem, never, hasn't disappointed me yet. You know, obviously, there's some segments that are here and there, but SmackDown has been 
actually mighty entertaining. I do know that they did start with what I believe Edge opened the show. Um, of course, if you, um, yeah, yes, of course, if you don't know, Edge or Seth Rollins will be inside Hell of a Cell at Crown Jewel. I am actually kind of excited for that. Which it that that. Bro, the thing that gets me up with this crown jewel is that there's actually going to be some pretty good matches yes, on that card. That's what I, it's what I hate too, because Edge and Seth Rollins have such good chemistry. They work so well together, and it's like, wow, I wish I saw this feud earlier in Edge's career, or I wish he never, like, you know, like he never retired. But I mean, even then, seeing it now, it's still like it's so good. Um, the thing I'm concerned about with that match is that it's going to be a Seth Rollins Hell in a Cell match. Well, uh, if, I don't know if you uh, have, have you seen the Broken Skull Sessions? Um, I, I've seen bits and chunks yeah, of that episode. Seth Rollins actually talks about his uh, Hell in a Cell match on there with the, with the Fiend. Uh, and he says he almost went off on Vince and Gorilla. Like, literally, they had, they had, they held him back, he said, apparently, because he was going to go off on Vince because he hated how that match ended. He said it made him look horrible. It because everyone hated that yeah, he match. He said it made him look horrible and he did not you know, obviously he he wants to keep his line of work in the higher, you know the higher tier of things. Because he's one of the best oh, in the yeah, business. Definitely. But yeah. Um what what did Edge um, say? Essentially uh, just you answer. know uh to recap what Edge said. Edge, you know, obviously you don't remember when he called him Edge Light um, you know, he obviously now acknowledges Seth Rollins is Seth freaking Rollins, and he wants to end Seth Rollins. He and you know, obviously the the, the SmackDown before this, uh, Seth Rollins had invaded Edge's home. Obviously, Beth Phoenix nor his uh, children Lyric and Ruby are not weren't there, but he had invaded his home, and Edge didn't like that. So, Edge said, you know, he could do the same. He could invade Seth Rollins' home, see what's up with Becky Lynch. But he said he he's not going to do that. Because he's a better exactly. man now. So, uh, he said that he will put Seth Rollins uh, under his boot. And he won't hesitate to do it. And then they will probably continue their feud on Monday Night Raw. I Rock. actually hope this is actually the end for this feud. Like, don't get me wrong, it's a good feud, but I think this is actually just the perfect culmination of this feud. Because uh, Hell in a Cell is supposed to be the blow-off yeah, like, match. Yeah, this is the perfect blow-off match, just Hell in a Cell. But the issue is, Aiden, they're both moving to Raw. Yeah, I mean, this could technically, this could be the blow-off match, and maybe we're just in for something new with Edge, and you know, and such, and Seth Rollins. It's just that concern in me. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like a valid concern because it has happened where feuds kind of just like go on for too long. But hopefully, uh, this one isn't that. Yeah, I'm hoping not either. Um, uh, our, this was a very good promo. Edge is always oh. great on the mic. Has been for so decades now. He was really intense on that promo. Like I love the intensity he gives. Um, what is, what, what was, was there a first match after that? The first match after that, yeah, there was. There was a, there was a, it was a King of the Ring uh, semi-final match between Mr. The, uh, Prince Finn Balor and Sami Zayn. Uh. Um, from what I remember, that was actually a pretty solid uh, match. I mean, when you have 
Finn Balor and Sami Zayn in a ring got nothing, nothing but solid work there. Uh, at the end of it, though, obviously Finn Balor does get the W, uh, beating Sami Zayn and eliminating Sami Zayn from the tournament with Balor going forward. Um, we will find out who he's facing at Crown Jewel uh, later on I'm the show. Very excited about that match. That match looks like it's also going to be really, really good. Uh, I have a, I have a preferred ending to that match, but um, I would be fine oh, either yeah. way. I believe the segment after that was oh yeah it was Naomi versus Sonya Deville. Of course, this was built up. This has been built up for a while actually since Naomi returned for weeks. Not even just weeks. I believe since Naomi returned actually. Yeah, like it, maybe it's been. It feels like it's been like a month honestly, but probably probably a couple of weeks. I don't know. Maybe my perception of time on this event is is wrong. <laughs> but it feels like it's been a month. Like we have hours of wrestling to watch. You, you, you time skewers. Yeah, but let, let, yeah, probably some weeks. Um, Naomi returned. She was drafted to right. Was, yeah, yeah. She was drafted to SmackDown, right? Uh, reluctantly yeah. from Sonya Deville, by the way. Uh, this you know obviously led up to some build up tension because Sonya Deville would not give uh, Naomi a match on SmackDown until finally Sonya Deville said, "Hey, you know what? You want a match? You can fight me." And now, we haven't seen Tonya Deville in the ring in a while. And, and, and she's like, bet. Yeah, she said, bet. We haven't seen her in the ring in a while, actually. Tonya Deville's just been in this uh, authority role for quite some time. Just, just stupid authority yeah, position. I, mean, I don't mind it, but it's uh, just like, I I would prefer to see her wrestle more. Tonya uh, Deville is one of those, like, I think she can do very good. Just, you know, I want to see her more of what she can do. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the I'm, I'm fine with a superstar being like an authority yeah. position right that's mm-hmm. fine it's the fact that they're going with the heel route the again heel yeah it, it you can say it's been overdone in the past multiple times of course but i mean this one like, isn't as bad i would say as some of the some of the past you know ones <laughs> Stephanie yeah, right or just in general the authority i did not like that era of wrestling i was straight up <laughs> Bro, so like, like my my thought process is like, authority figures like heel ones anyway. They they can work, but it just depends on who you have and who's Definitely. writing. Because like, I I don't like Vince as a person, right? I I don't. Yup, and I mean, uh, but yeah, he is arguably one of the best heels of all time. Oh, definitely. And. For this match, of course, Sonya Deville does come down to the ring. Naomi waiting, looking yeah. great, but as you know, the sneaky heel that she is reveals that this is a handicap match. This is not just a normal one-on-one match. It's a handicap match. And who other does she bring to her side? None other than uh, the newly drafted to SmackDown, Shayna Baszler. Queen of the Ring semi-finalist, Shayna Baszler. Yes, we're talking someone who deserves some more spotlight, honestly. Hey, Getting a massive push, please actually. Do, please do something with her! Because I hated seeing her teamed with Nia Jax. I believe she could have done way more than being teamed with Nia Jax. Oh, God, don't even give me a start with Nia but, Jax. As, you know, continue on, word. Um, so, you know, Baszler uh, does the dirty work for DeVille, and... Uh, you know, the bill gets the win. 
Naomi did, did a pretty good job fighting oh, yeah. back, though. You, know, you gotta have the, the heroic, you know, face, you know, fight back and get down. What confuses me, mm-hmm. right? And and this is not just a isolated thing. It's in general. You see a face getting mollywopped by multiple heels, right? No, no other face comes out to save them, like or to even help. No, yeah. While I like, while I said before that I do like the team of uh, Shayna Baszler and Sonya Deville, I don't like that. I have the feeling of when I, seeing that. I feel like in this, Shayna is just a side piece, and I'm not a big fan of that. I, I, this like this may have just been like an isolated situation of a side yeah. piece situ- like story. I hope so. I hope she just isn't incorporated into the storyline. Hope maybe this is a one off because to show that hey, I'm the authority figure and I can get anybody to help me, you know, type of thing. Well, she's well, Shayna's definitely got nothing to do for Thursday. Yeah, for so sure. I. I hope that this is just a one-off and then Shayna Baszler can go off and do her thing because, I mean, she is in the Queen's Crown Tournament. Um, uh, which I am hoping she does win because this would actually be perfect for her going forward because I could definitely see that leading into a uh, a good push uh, for her to be Women's Champion. Oh, you, you would think. You would I, think would, I would hope so. I would hope so. You would think in World Wrestling Entertainment there would be sensical booking. I mean, sometimes you gotta be hopeful. Sometimes you gotta be hopeful. Um, Alright, uh, Naomi gets clapped. What's uh, next? Next we have uh, Seth Rollins' rebuttal. He comes out, you know, being the drip master that he is, dripped out of his mind with that suit. That's you. He had this. This really cool suit. I don't know where he gets who makes these suits from, because these suits are fantastic. I love them. And he talks about what Edge said, of course, and he says that he has spent more time in the structure than uh, Edge, which which, which is, is true. true. Yeah. Um. Oh no! There's there there is a time in the chip in the cell where he, that he doesn't want to talk about. Yep, That's okay. He, he does make a reference to that cell match, and he you know tell he you know looks into the camera, says he will settle his differences with Edge at Crown Jewel, and drops the mic, leaving the ring. I I'm always as a production person now. I am so afraid of mic drops. Oh yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I feel you on that one. But I mean, because bro, mics can be expensive. Oh yeah, but I mean, this is a this is a WWE mic. I don't, I don't think they care. <laughs> I, I I know, but it's just like it, it's a mental thing oh, now yeah. for me. But back to stuff wrong. So like I said, this man is dripped out of this his mind. Love the suits, his attires too. I'm very much looking forward, like I said about, you know, at, in the Edge segment, very much looking forward to this match because their chemistry is fantastic. They put on nothing but solid matches. Uh, uh, they had the match of the night at SummerSlam. Oh, that is for sure. And I, I, have, I have, you know, no doubt that their match at Crown Jewel will be any less. Um, That could be the best match on Honestly. the card. Um... 
Uh, moving on, it was around this point where it was starting to get close to 9 o'clock. Yep, and, you know, usually at 9 o'clock, yeah. You got another show that, that happens around that time. Um, not typically. Um, right, yeah, not typically. Not usually, sure. this is a special occasion. But we'll continue going on with SmackDown. I think this was a, wasn't this a Super SmackDown? This one. Oh, uh, this was a super size yeah, so SmackDown. Was, what, two hours because yeah, baseball. Yeah, so it was it was a bit longer. Um, so they were able to fit in uh, our next part of it, which was the uh, the Queen's Crown semifinal match of Selena Vega. Versus Carmella. Now, um, I know before the match started, they did a little, I, I guess, woman's agreement to not hit each other in the face. Oh yeah, definitely. Which is surprising. Has that weird mask that she apparently uses. I don't know why. I think it's stupid. It, it I, I guess, because they see Sheamus using it, and they're like, "Let's try that in the women's division." I don't know. I don't know either. But, of course, uh, Selena Vega versus Carmella, uh, solid match. I mean, it, no, you know, it just, I would say your average, you know, semi-final match, honestly. Uh, but, but there was an interference uh, by Liv Morgan. Uh, who should have been in the semi-finals, by the and way. Tony Storm, but we don't talk about that. And, uh... She, uh, I think she grabbed Carmella's mask, and she started taunting her with it. Uh, Vega took advantage of that, and she scored the roll-up win. The most powerful maneuver in wrestling, apparently, is the roll-up. Too, too good. It, it, it's very, very good. Now, I, I'm curious to see what they're doing because. It's going to be Zelina Vega versus, was it, versus who again? Dewdrop? Uh, yeah, it's spoilers for Rod's fucking Dewdrop. Yeah. Dewdrop. Now, of course, um, I did bring it up before it's about saying that, you know, Shayna Baszler should have been in the finals of this. She has nothing to do on Thursday now. now. I do believe Shayna Baszler should have been this now. No offense to Dewdrop, though I think they need to freaking rebrand her oh, okay because okay so my do, do i save this rant for when we talk yeah. about raw okay we'll, we'll keep the, the rant right there going but yeah we'll say because mm, oh. vega goes to go on to you know to crown jewel punches her ticket to go to Saudi which Arabia. which i'm okay with i, I like now, i am very confused on this because i honestly do they haven't done really nothing with lena for a while and I'm wondering if they actually are going to give her a chance. Because so, she is a fantastic worker. And I've I've seen all her older matches from when, even when she was like in, in other companies. And she is great in the ring. I So I have a theory, uh, right? Um, Put your tinfoil hat right, on it. All right. So I'm just going to say this right now. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna call my shot for this prediction mm-hmm. right now. Selena's winning. Okay, I'll actually. Selena Vega is going to become the inaugural queen of the ring. I guess. I don't know why they just didn't call it queen of the ring. They call it queen's crown tournament. Man. Anyway, when are the are the queen's crown tournament? Yeah. And I feel like I know why 
if that does happen. This might be their way of trying to, like, maybe keep her. They're making up for what happened on the 9-11 oh, show. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think it's also... That has to be what's going on here. Just doing that in general, just to try to keep her. Because I feel like if she was in it, and if she's just one of those people that just got eliminated right off the bat... She would, would bro, sense. if she lived... It, she would go to AEW in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do right now, too. They're trying, definitely trying to hold on to her. So they're just trying, trying to give her some some good stuff to do and have her on TV. Because no offense to the AEW women's division, it's right? It's dry. I, I think it has some very powerful pieces. Yeah, it, oh, definitely. There, there are some, but... But it needs Selena <laughs> Vega, it's bro. a bit dry. I'm not going to say the women there. The other women in, in their, you know, roster... Aren't you know are bad? Imagine but, Selena Vega versus Britt Baker. I mean, yeah, just AEW. Just their women's division is very bare bones. Um, you don't have a lot of big names on there, and I mean, I mean, you don't have to have a lot of big names, but it is good to have them. Um, we have a lot of uh, young up and coming women's wrestlers in the AEW division, which I mean, I give them that benefit of the doubt. That's great to have too, honestly. But yeah, I mean, Selena. I, I feel like she could take this win. And I mean, hopefully, rightfully so. Um. Anyway, Selena Vega moving on to the finals of the Queen's Crown Tournament at Crown Jewel. All right. And then we have the a, a street fight for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Usos versus Street Profits. The Bloodline versus the Street Profits. And... I did not watch this match. This match, I saw bits and pieces. Um, because, <laughs> I, I think we, I think we were both watching the same yeah. match. This match happened probably around the same time that another match was happening uh, at the moment. <laughs> uh, or probably no, I, I don't even know. I haven't, I haven't seen that match, so yeah. I won't even um, say it. I was gonna yeah. say, I was gonna say that match is probably but better. This match, um, I saw like maybe a, a piece of it. You know, just your obviously your your average street fight. Of course, the Usos do come out on top, and uh, we get a apparently a double super kick for the W and double splashes, of course, for per the Usos. And that's and it. Are the Usos retaining again? Street pop, street pop, street profits, and Bloodline retain. Oh, no, I, God, I can't talk. <laughs> Bloodline um, does retain, keeping it going. Um, that feud is done. Yeah, it looks like. That feud is done. because Street Profits are going yeah, to Raw. Street Profits are going to Raw, so hopefully, I mean, maybe they win some titles there. Because I do like the Street Profits. Don't get me wrong. Um, I was kind of hoping Montez Ford would become a singles competitor, but that that amazing ass frog splash she has—it's it's beautiful. It's a work of art that frog splash she does. And he's fantastic on the mic too. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Bloodline bitches. And again, like I said, that frog splash. Thing of beauty, that man gets height on that. Um, now we enter the half hour, the extra half hour that SmackDown is there. Commercial free. Yep. We get uh Big Time Bex versus the Boss, Sasha Banks. Now, um, I believe it last SmackDown. It was a triple threat match, if I'm not mistaken. Or there was just an interference by Bianca. Something was going on there, if I'm, I'm trying to remember. Oh, triple threat is for tomorrow. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, So pretty much, you know, 
great, you know, great uh, women's match. Of course, you know, of course, you, when you have Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks in the same ring, the uh, two two out of you know the rest of the four horsewomen there, of course, you're gonna get a good match. Um, but um, Becky Lynch, I believe. Let me see. Uh, no, I will, it is actually Sasha Banks uh, beats Becky because of an assist from Bianca Belair. Now, I'm confused as, as to where this is going. Is this is this gonna be? Is this Sasha? Is is this Sasha versus Becky at, at, at Crown Jewel? It's it's a triple threat match. Oh, Bianca Belair. So obviously, don't think Bianca Belair is gonna win that, of course, because <laughs> she's going to Raw. Right, right. And just give me one second. But um. Okay, there we go. Uh, shout out to my Echo Dot for reminding me to go to bed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like Becky might just retain here going into into Crown Jewel. This match kind of, it seems pretty pretty predictable, I would say. But, so, who knows? My thought process, mm. right? Um... Becky is not retaining that title unless they feel like put, unless they feel like pushing her back up to the moon. You think Sasha Banks is gonna take that? I feel like she has I don't to. Know, man. Like uh, Sasha Banks has these weird title reigns, and I'm might not say that she doesn't deserve it, but some of her title reigns are are like. It, it, well, you have both Becky and Bianca going to Raw. Yeah. Unless they do that, like, so again, whole, unless unless they do that whole um, what is so, it, uh, title switch thing they did with like the tag titles, if you remember in one of the drafts, uh, right? But my, but again, that's also unless they want just want to do Becky two belts again. You're right. I feel like if there is a, when and Charlotte's just staying on Raw too, yeah. No, From she's going to SmackDown. Switching. I feel like if anything, at most. If the, Becky does retain, they're just doing a title switch, like you know, like giving her the obviously the Raw and then Charlotte the SmackDowns, you know. Because if if Bianca wins, they're gonna have that swap. Yeah, exactly. So the only way you don't have that swap happening, wait, you have to have that swap. I think that's what they're trying to do because I, as because I think they, they're probably gonna want to do Sasha versus uh uh, uh was it Charlotte again? Honestly. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting 2016 flashbacks. Yeah. Well, I mean, those were. I mean, those are good, but I feel like that that feud, you know, dragged on for a while. That, that because they wanted to do the first of everything. Oh yeah, that was literally the feud. That was the first of everything. <laughs> it is half the reason Charlotte has yeah. so many first titles. Of, it was the first ever women's home to sell with them too, and and so on, and and more and more. It was ridiculous, but um, I mean, oh, we don't we don't talk about twenty sixteen yeah, draw. I mean, this just feels like uh, Becky's just gonna retain, and they're gonna sort of do the the title, the you know the title swaps, so they can make it you know brand correct. Um. All right, and then after that, we have honestly the best segment of the entire oh, night. Segment. This segment's great. <laughs> I, I... The contract signing between the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns and uh, and the yep. Beast, Mr. Lesnar, 
Brock Lesnar. Lesnar here with his new look. Mr. Minnesota Man. Mr. Mr. Farm Farm Man Lesnar here with his, with his. I like his look. I'm not gonna lie. I love this look. I I, I like Farm Man Lesnar. Also, I like that he. I would say I like that he doesn't have Paul Heyman by his side because this does show that Brock does have. Uh, he can't talk for himself. He, you know, believe me. I feel like Paul's the one writing though. I mean, maybe, but still, it shows that Brock can go on his own. Like he, he doesn't have to always right, be at right. East with with Paul Heyman at his side. So may I recap yeah, 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 this? Go ahead. All right, because I actually <laughs> remember this. So they both enter the ring, right? Oh yeah. Roman asks his wise man, Paul Heyman. He says, "Did you read over the contract?" He Paul looks over the contract. He says, everything as you have requested, my tribal chief. Roman signs it, tosses over the Brock. Brock opens the contract, just signs on the paper. Just signs on the paper. Roman is laughing and calling him a dumbass. Says, I believe. He says, are you dumb? Like, you're just not going to look at the, the, you know, at the, the contract? Which... From at that point, I'm thinking, oh, there was probably a stipulation in there. Yeah, I'm assuming there's probably gonna be some sort of stipulation going into Crown Jewel for that. I, I I was thinking like, oh, are they gonna do like Roman versus Brock in a steel cage or something? Maybe not. I feel like, like maybe it might be something. Or like, or like Last Man Standing, but no, there is there's no stipulation. I mean, that that would have been a perfect thing to pull, but like, yeah, there's a stipulation in there. You just didn't know. But but and then Brock says. I already looked over the contract this morning with my advocate, Paul oh Heyman. Oh my gosh, this was funny. And then just walks away. With Roman fuming, by the way. I I, I love Troll Paul. Not Troll Paul, Troll Brock. <laughs> I, I will say that I like this Brock a lot because it doesn't look like he's having actually a lot of fun. Um, it looks like he's enjoying what he's doing. It, it, and it, it's like Seth said one time. I, I think it was Seth. No, no, it was... I can't remember who said but, like, it was in a podcast with Stone Cold. it might have been Seth. It, it was either Seth or Dean. Because it, if Brock is involved in a match, like, if, if, if he's involved, like, if he's interested, he will actually care. percent And put oh. work in. He won't just go in F5, F5 suplex, 1, 2, 3. He'll actually like care and like be a good wrestler. It's kind of nice. Seth Rollins, he said that. Yeah, Seth Rollins said that, and he says that he's he's smarter than you think when it comes to to uh, storylines and such like that. Like the, he he knows what he's doing. He's a smart man. And again, but part of that I feel like is because he's been around Paul Heyman for oh, yeah. so long. I mean, you, you had to take that into account. I mean, he was basically there to teach him the, the you know the ropes when he started the company. You know. Because I've actually been watching a Paul Heyman documentary, like, just browsing TikTok. Because, like, this dude's uploading, like, parts of a documentary. And this man, Paul Heyman, has learned from everyone. Coming from, uh, to his Paulie Dangerously days. And even though he was a 17-year-old kid, sneaking his way... Into a chaos, like into a, like 
backstage to get a picture of Vince Sr. and Andre. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it, anyway, that's an entirely different thing. I love Paul Heyman. Yeah, I mean, Paul Heyman, uh, that... obviously looking worried there when uh, Brock said that, looking a little confused maybe. Who knows? Maybe it was a ploy by Brock to, you know, get the tension rising between uh, the tribal chief and his special counsel. Who knows? I, I I feel like this is just Brock playing games. I think it is too. So I think they do want to keep Heyman and Roman together. But I think this is also... Because it's a very... it's They're a very good pair together. It's also just, like, just to mix up the... You know, mix the blood... Boil the blood of, of, of Roman getting into this match. Because who knows? Maybe that might be his downfall. Which is very interesting. I'm kind of excited to see what happens tomorrow. Same, honestly. Unfortunately, I'm going to probably just have to see recaps because... Because of the time, I won't be able probably to watch. The same. It's probably in the middle of the day. Oh, uh, it's like twelve thirty. Oh, yeah, I, I, I will be gone. So yeah, we won't be able to watch, but we'll look at results and try and catch, see like highlights or maybe in like a vod of it. If you know what I'm saying. Just watch it on Peacock. My roommate uh, has Peacock, so <laughs> probably catch it on there. Um, I mean, if you want to give me that login sometime. Hey. I will. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, so what do you want to go to next? Do you want to go? To, do you want to go straight to Raw, or do you want to talk about um the other elephant in the we room? Could, uh, we could uh, slide in on NXT. Um, no. Or or we could. Uh, do, uh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Well, actually, uh, AEW would be the the next step because these two did compete for 30 minutes on Friday. I believe about 30 minutes. Yes, Friday. yes. And though WWE beat them overall, they didn't win in the key demographic. Quality, though. Quality-wise, I think AEW pulled that, of course. Oh, AEW ran circles. Um, this was, I believe, because Rampage usually starts at, what is it, 10. 10. Immediately after SmackDown. Uh, but they started 30 minutes earlier. And I believe that thirty minutes was for, an, an hour, hour earlier, earlier. Actually, oh yeah, they started an hour earlier, and that the the yeah, buy-in the buy-in was actually free on YouTube. So I was at work, and I caught the um buy-in, uh, two of the matches. It, it was it was peaking at like seventy two k. Um, that match. Let me see. I believe who, what the the buy-in had. It, it was like Lee Moriarty versus someone. Let me see here. I might be getting the oh, names versus Bobby Fish. Oh, Bobby Fish. Lee Moriarty. Uh, it was Tay Conti versus Santana Garrett. And it... I, I, and then, uh, yeah. j- just for free. For free. Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. For the freeze we're talking about on YouTube. For everybody to see. And that's where I was said For free. The... I'm, I, I want to reiterate, for free. For free. No pay-per-view. A, a wrestle... I'll be honest, a Wrestle Kingdom level oh, match. Definitely. For free. Now, I did see some of the Bobby Fish versus uh, Lee Moriarty match. Um, was not bad. Why did it not let Bobby wrestle more when he was in NXT? I will not get it because... Uh, because they wanted to focus on Adam Cole, baby. Seeing him in the ring against Lee Moriarty showed me way more of Bobby Fish than I've seen. And I'm like, wow, look at this man. He can still move, even at the age he is. Please, 
Do a little something with them. Just please do a little something with them. Like I'm not talking about giving them a title run or anything, but let him let him let him wrestle on on TV a couple times. He's very good. He's very entertaining. I think he. I think like give him the TNT oh, yeah, title. I think he could do a little TNT title run for sure. Um, what was that second match you uh, mentioned? Jay Conti versus Santana Garrett. I think I missed this match. I also missed um, that match, which is unfortunate. Apparently, uh, Tay Conti won that one. All right, all right. Congratulations! A little round of applause. Um, now the next match after that, uh, though. Um, it's Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Fantastic um, match. For free, by or the way. The freeze. Um, once again, the forbidden door kicked what open. What are doing good with that forbidden door? Um, there. I, I'm waiting for some couple people to cross through that door. But anyway, um, please, please, um, Naito, um, Tanahashi, would, um, Okada, please, Tony. That would be crazy to see that can, uh, Candy versus Okada again. <laughs> Bro, I was hoping Okada was the Joker. <laughs> Maybe who knows? Maybe in the future. It it, it was Hangman Page, bro. This is actually perfect because this sets up the storyline even more. Because the storyline's been in the build for a while. Um, it, but yeah, Danielson versus Suzuki, fantastic match, very stiff very match. Stiff. But that's just very technical. But that that is Suzuki yeah, style. Very technical. Now there will be some times where I will not kid you. I I thought Minoru Suzuki did. Clip Daniel Bryan one of those elbows, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> I was like, "Did he, did he get him on that?" <laughs> like, bro, that Suzuki is just—he's a very tough worker. And also, Daniel Bryan for selling as well was fantastic. Like I said, there was a time where he he hit him with the elbow, and Daniel Bryan just—or I'm sorry, not Mr. Danielson. I, I'm still my brain is in duty mode. We're we're we're, we're both slowly trying to adjust here. And Mr. Danielson just drops. Oh my gosh, that elbow was disgusting. It looked like fantastic. It it was a fantastic match. Um, I, I would give it happily five oh, stars. Yeah, definitely. Maybe even maybe I'll break my scale and give it six stars. Oh. <gasps> Oh, oh, Aiden breaking yeah, the scale. Breaking maybe, the scale. Oh I'll no! Like Break the scale. Just change it. <laughs> uh, just don't do it one too many times, please. <laughs> but um, fantastic match, of course. Uh, Brian Danielson getting the victory in a hard-fought match. Still undefeated in AEW. Of course, of course. Um, ended it with I like the sequence at the end. Uh, it was, uh, Minoru uh, Suzuki trying to go for the uh. The uh, rear naked choke into the gotch uh, st- uh, pile driver. Uh, but Brian Danielson stopping as many attempts, uh, running the ropes. Uh, Suzuki going for a, uh, a clothesline, I believe, misses, turns around. He gets that knee to the face. One, two, three. Mr. Danielson wins. Right of the Valkyries, Trap Mix just playing in the background. Oh, yeah, that, that song is. Fantastic. Um, th- that's what we were watching during the street fight. Um, I didn't realize the street fight was even gonna happen. Oh yeah. Um, I I, I wanted to watch good wrestling, and I know where I could get good wrestling. Now, did you watch uh, Rampage? 
Um, that was a situation where I kind of knocked out. Okay, I did. Wait, actually, no, I was playing Genshin, actually. Not gonna I did, lie. Um, I did see uh, some clips from the uh, CM Punk versus Matt's title match. No, this match, uh... Wait, I, I take that back. I saw some of Rampage. I saw the CM Punk match. Yes. Now, uh, believe it or not, these two men have a lot of history. Uh, CM Punk and Matt Saito, uh, have a history way, way back that goes back to, that dates back to the Indies. Uh, I believe it's when, uh, CM Punk was breaking in. Uh, him and Matt Seidel had a couple matches, not only in the Indies, but on Ring of Honor, etc. Um, this match was pretty, uh, pretty decent. I mean, if you have, you have Matt Seidel, formerly Evan Bourne, to the, uh, to the people who watch the V, and you have CM Punk in here. Wait, that's Evan yeah. Bourne? Matt Seidel oh, is formerly okay. Evan Bourne. So, WWE had another great talent under their belts so that they let go. Uh, but CM Punk uh, and Matt Seidel did put on a good show, um, and CM Punk did get the uh, the victory. Um, uh, was this was after this the announcement of was it was this the special announcement from Tony Khan or was this later on in the show? Um, I believe that might have been later on in the show. I think after this was the Bunny versus Rudy Soho. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, my memory is kind of stiff. No, if, they, if he did an announcement, it might have been possibly after the main event or on Twitter. Oh no, because I'm trying to remember when exactly they announced the TBS title. It might have been probably after um um uh, after the bunny maybe. Let me check our DMs because I messaged you about yeah, it. It, it might have been after the. The Bunny versus uh, Ruby Soho match. I feel like that would be um, the best time. Let me see. Those are my raw notes. Oh, at least samples of my raw notes I sent you. Uh, now, yeah, it might have been the Bunny versus Ruby Soho, honestly. Like, after that, I mean, that would make the most sense. But, look. Let's just say, yeah, let's say after that announcement happened, we have a new women's title. I guess you could call it a mid-card women's title. Um, how do you feel about, a, how do you feel about this title? It, it can be desi design and just in general. Um, hold up. I, 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 I'm, yeah, this was, yeah, this was a couple weeks ago. Oh, I'm okay. stupid. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, so it wasn't there, but still, in general, Ruby, the Bunny vs. Ruby, uh, Soho does, you know, go into this um ruby continues uh with a, a good match a good uh win, win loss record in AEW, beating the bunny uh, i believe it was a backslide backslide pin victory um now um and then she got nailed by the brass knuckles yes. from uh penelope ford i do believe yes the super the super baddie penelope uh, ford uh this was a, uh, not a bad match. I mean, Ruby Soho, again, fantastic talent. AEW, again, swapped someone else. But, um, in general, the Bunny, or, you know, Ali, uh, as well, is also very good in the ring. Uh, one of those people I think is slept on. 
that you don't see much of, honestly, but she's very good. And then, of course, we have the main event of Rampage, which is uh, the Inner Circle versus the Men of the Year and Junior Dos Santos. Now, this one, like I said, kind of in and out on this one, honestly. Um, it was a a match, basically, um, with uh, obviously one an MMA star doing wrestling for the for the first time. Um, it was Junior Santos, and of course, you know, they're building it up, obviously, because obviously Jake Hager has that MMA background, um, he does MMA, uh, and so does Junior, uh, Junior Dos Santos, so I think that the main hype around this, uh, this match was, you know, probably to see Jake Hager and him in the ring, you know, duke it out. I like American Top Team, as an idea. Oh, yeah. But... It's kind of starting to get a bit too annoying. Oh yeah, I, I am annoyed by uh, Dan Lambert coming out and being the stereotypical grouchy old man on the mic. Uh, I've kind of grown away from from that uh, angle. I mean, I like that the that Chris Jericho picked it up, but man, does Dan Lambert annoy the hell out of me and i feel like he's doing his job i mean that's just what he's the heel in this i he's doing what he's supposed to but man he's doing it a little too well you you know you know who dan lambert kind of reminds me who? of when he's doing like his typical yeah. shtick oh uh, he reminds me of bad zeb culture oh man well mr we the zeb people culture was a bit more entertaining than than dan lambert Oh, uh, but like I, I still get the same like old man vibes. What like, I'm saying, it just feels like he's just yelling in the mic all the time, and it's like that's all it really is. Is really him just yelling in the mic about uh, ranting on different superstars and how they wrestle and blah 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 blah. You know, but I mean he's doing well so, enough. If if you're you're getting me, you know, if you're getting me annoyed, and I know that you're you're there just doing your job, you you know you're doing good. <laughs> I, I I do like how he doesn't like Judas, like people singing Judas. That is, I think that was actually a funny moment too. I was, I actually was uh, dying that he told everybody to shut up and stop singing it and making fun of people who sang it. Um, so I have a question for you. This is a question of preference because mm-hmm. I'm kind, I, I I'm kind of tired of both. Yeah. Um, him or Don Callis? Ooh. I'm... Because I get... I, I'm kind of tired of both. I feel you on that. Um, I'm fine with Don Callis in the manager role because, I mean, he's not... I would say he doesn't annoy me as much as Dan Lambert. But my thing is, like, the Elite doesn't need a manager. I mean, yeah, it doesn't. But I guess it just adds to that factor of them being hey you know we're the best we're the super elite the super click you know we are the best and 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 just having them on that adds to the 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 cockiness of them in in general too so i don't mind it as much as dan lim dan lim just yells in that mic and more or less gets annoying that it is entertaining (laughs) that's true that's true um, I believe that was yeah. That it, would be right? the end of the show. Uh, the... Um, and I, I think Mark Henry did interviews for like all of the matches that night. 
Um, yeah, I do believe he did. And then, which, which, please, yeah. AEW, keep that up. I I love Mark Henry doing those interviews. And then, um, I guess we can move on to next. We'll save the worst for last if you want to. Oh, oh, oh I was supposed to say, do I? Do, do we save Iranic yeah, for last? Yeah, we can save, I guess we can say we can save the worst for last. Or do you? We could kind of. Okay, how is NXT? Um, NXT not bad Be- because technically raw came before nxt yeah i was keeping an eye i have been keeping an eye on nxt 2.0 um um don't think it's bad it's... by any means of course so do you so do you do you want me to go on raw real um, quick or really just go on raw before you um, talk about nxt to kind of in on a positive ish yeah. note okay um monday night raw oh, oh my hey, god no. <laughs> um so we start out with charlotte uh coming out to the ring right mm-hmm. um you, you know miss Wu. um also trying to counter what to the audience you know she just goes what what you know she's a good heel oh, no, she's definitely a, a fantastic heel she does her job well um so she comes out here because her main the main event of Raw is Charlotte versus Bianca for the Raw Women's Title, and she has a good point. Charlotte, not Charlotte, the Bianca getting two title shots in a week is kind of dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why why did Bianca get this 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 match against Charlotte again? Was there a a qualifying match or something for this? No, no. First of all, she Bianca kind of lost that match last week because of DQ. Uh, okay, interesting. <laughs> but apparently, Bianca just gets like gets two title shots this week. But you know, we don't talk about that, I guess. And then Bianca comes out to the ring, right? Um. Okay. First, I'm gonna say something that is gonna make a lot of people mad. Yeah. I don't like Bianca. Um, okay. Like, okay, she, may, yeah. may I? I think she is a great wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't like her character at all. I don't mind it, but after a while, her character is one I feel would fit a heel a bit better. It does, and... This is gonna sound stupid, but Bianca kind of gives me Cheeto girl vibes. Yeah, sort of, kind of. But like, like if I, like, I don't know if that makes any sense or not. I, I can I guess I kind of, I kind of see what you're talking about. But she's just annoying to me. I feel like her character would just be better as a heel. Honestly, she was a heel, I think, for a bit in NXT when she when she had her NXT run. And it worked for her. Her character was, was good because she was that cocky. You know, she was like, I'm the strongest, I'm the best, etc. You know, that character works as a heel. I am the EST of everything. It, makes, it, makes, it works way better for a heel character, honestly. But it does. For a face character, it's kind of weird. Because you don't get a lot of condescending faces. Or, like, you know, faces, like, boasting about everything a lot. I think... It would be less annoying, surprisingly, if I didn't hear 
the like the crack at the beginning of her entrance. <laughs> oh, the whip, the whip sound. Yeah, I I hate that to my core. It's annoying. It's annoying. And it's kind of dumb. I I understand why, but anyway. But no, Bianca comes to the ring and she's like, and she does her typical like. EST that, EST this. Mm -hmm. And I think we have the most overused line since the draft happened. Mm -hmm. And the you don't go here no more line. (laughs) It it has been uttered in every Smackdown and Raw since the draft happened. Yeah, I, I don't... They're trying to, like, reiterate, like, hey, you know, you're, you were drafted, so you don't even come to this show anymore, blah, 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 blah. Even though the draft doesn't take effect until after tomorrow. Yeah, until after Crown Jewel. So, that, that line is mute. I don't like that they put Bianca on Raw. I think they should have let her on SmackDown. I agree. I think everything was better for her on SmackDown, honestly. Because I'm afraid what's going to happen <sighs> is that sh- she is going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, we're all just like, for the three hours they, it runs, they sure don't know how to use the three hours. They also don't understand how to run a women's division. Yeah, Raw is something else. Raw is a joke. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. But, and then Charlotte, after like they do go back for Charlotte tries to attack Bianca. Bianca tries to go for the KOD, uh, but Charlotte gets out of it and leaves the ring. Um, and a Noob Day promo after that backstage uh, A segment. light from beneath the darkness. Yes, the New Day. Oh my god. I, I can't express how much I love the New Day. Best faction WWE, honestly. Oh my... They actually are. And it was basically like... Like... Boosting Kofi, not Kofi Xavier. It's like he's gonna win King of the Ring because he's about to have his semifinals match. Like that's gonna be the opening match. Is Kofi? I keep on trying to say Kofi Xavier versus uh, Jinder Mahal. Um, and then before the match started, we had an ad for um, next week's uh, NXT, um, which is gonna be Halloween Havoc. I'm just talking about. Like the matches and stuff. What what is a spin like spin the wheel matches? Uh, like is this are yeah, they so spinning the wheel the, for like so stipulations? yeah? The gimmick of Halloween Havoc is, uh, it's you know it's a pretty much a gimmick for stipulations. They spin the wheel before the match, and that's what uh you know in whatever stipulation it lands on, whether it be a hell in a cell, a steel cage, a street fight, that is what the fight uh the match will be. Okay. So okay, that, when you okay. see spin the wheel uh, match, that's what it is. <laughs> Oh, okay, thank you. Um, there's like two or three of those matches. Yeah, the, there's... They had, I think, just one last Halloween Havoc. But I guess they literally... It, it, it would blows my mind. Um, just going to NXT super mm-hmm. quick. Because I saw the card for next week. Chopper versus Bronson isn't... Like, Braun isn't going to be a spin-the-wheel match? I am I think it's just a normal championship match. Yeah, that's, that, that's what kind of confuses yeah, me. It, it's a, it's a, I think it's just a normal match between uh, Chopper and Breaker. But... 
I mean, we'll see. And I will say also, yeah, we'll, I will we'll say see. also, when I when we get to NXT, we'll talk about it. I do hate this man's name, Braun Breaker. Oh, God, so stupid. Because they don't want to use the name Steiner. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it when we get to NXT, though. Um, But, yeah, no, after the ad for NXT, um, which, by the way, um, can't wait to see Chucky next week, by the way. Oh, yeah, that, I think, like, t- they've been doing that since it's been on the show. Like, I think they had an ad with, like, Chucky talking about Alexa Bliss. Oh, my, yeah, I told you about that, yeah, too. Yeah, I saw oh it. My when you God. told me, I looked it up myself and saw that, and I was like, this is weird. It is, I, I, I understand. I, I understand the idea, right? Mm-hmm. And if he was talking about Lily... It would have made a lot more sense. Then I'd be like... It would make a lot yeah, more sense. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Lily, by the way. Yup, I, and I believe they did that. I think, uh... I think, uh, old Alexa Bliss may be making a comeback. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe. because they might be trying to get away from, um... The, one of their best gimmicks in a while? Yeah, but I feel like they are moving away from it because of the accusations of it's just, you know, Ray's gimmick, you know? It does make me miss. So I think they're just trying to move away from that and probably get her back to her good old goddess uh, gimmick, which I don't mind because she's a fantastic heel. Just her job. And then Charlotte would be probably elated to see that. And she'd take credit for that too. (laughs) Um. Anyway, uh, Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal. Man. Um. Plenty of chops uh, in the match. Um, and this, and, and, like, this is just me going through my mm-hmm. notes, right? Uh, I put Shanky and Vita are very boring. They're, I, they're not they're entertaining. To do something with gender again. I wouldn't say, like, something big with gender, but they're trying to do something, and... I mean, I'll be honest, gender is okay, but... I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say he's just, like, the guy... For me, I feel like now they put I put I feel like they put him back in this position of lower card, L- lower card yeah. slash character. That's just kind of like uh, I don't know. Like I thought maybe they might give so him like I, mid card a uh, mid card title or something, but like I don't know. It just feels like he's kind of like drifting off. Did I, did I ever told you that I hate stereotypical um, characters? Yeah, Ginger's actually Canadian, so. I, I hate stereotypical characters. I hate gen, like genders like modern day Maharaja. Oh, man. Like, I hate that. Um, I also hate Apollo's character of like Prince of Nigeria. I would say Apollo does it a bit better, but you no, know, I mean I still get you at the end of the day about characters like that. Is isn't Apollo from like Florida? He. I, well, I would say yeah, but I believe that is also his family lineage, you know? Like, I mean, like yeah, but at the same... It's like the same thing with Jinder. His Jinder's Canadian, but I mean, he I believe he is uh, in uh, Indian or Punjabi uh, half, maybe one of those. Yeah, remember when they gave Kofi a Jamaican character? Yeah, and they did a funny segment with that, which is funny. Dude, it was, so, it was, a, it was yeah. a good segment. That was the great, the best way to like, address something like that. Anyway, um, any, let's let's get back to the match. Um, Woods hit Jinder with a very clean rushing leg sweep, uh, and then Jinder hit. Oh, 
and then what hits a sunset flip gets the near fall. Gender hits a coloss near fall because Woods gets a rope break at the very last second. And then Woods ends the match with a very, very long elbow drop. We're talking like all the way across Jeez. the ring. It, it, it was pretty impressive. Uh, one, two, three. Xavier Woods goes to the finals. That's what I like to see. I want to see so, my boy winning. So at Crown Jewel for the King of the Ring finals, we have Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. Now, I don't know if you heard what Xavier Woods said to Finn Balor when they, you know, were face to face. He said, I think he told Finn, uh, Finn Balor, and I quote, you're going to stay a prince. Well, I ascend to king. Fantastic. So, I, I want Xavier to win, he, right? That, he said he wants... But that is one of the things he wanted to do. That is the one thing he wants the yeah, most. king of the ring. And, again, I want Xavier to win. Xavier deserves something. But at the same time, I would not mind Finn winning at all. Yeah, I wouldn't mind either. But I feel like this might, this may be Xavier's moment. This may be, but I'm putting asterisks to Finn winning, if he does win, because there's something I want from that. Ooh. In that, if <clears throat> if Finn wins, I want it because of an introduction to a new stable. Oh boy. I. Aiden, you don't understand how much I want a proper club in WWE. You want the, the real rock and roller Fergal Devitt to appear, bro. That's what you want. The real rock and roller. I, I love AJ. I love Gallows Anderson, but they were not a club. Yeah. I, I want a proper stable with Finn at the helm. I feel like that is what Raw needs. Yeah, and I mean he's a great heel too. I mean, if from his work, from just watching his work in NXT, he's a fantastic heel. And I love him and Ali. Actually, Ali wouldn't be a bad piece in that stable. Ali is um, but overlooked, and we'll talk about that actually. <laughs> yeah, all Ali has him and Finn both have the mindset of like they're done. Like, they're done being screwed over. They're no nonsense oh, yeah. now. Um, anyway, at, after that match, we have a recap of Theory versus Jeff Hardy. Um, I just don't know Austin Theory that much. Aiden, how was well, he next? He's fantastic. Good talent. Um, he was a part of the Way uh, faction with Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, and, uh... Indy Hartwell. Um, he is his character work is also fantastic. He's funny. He's funny as hell. Um, I do see what they're doing here though with uh, Jeff, uh well, you know, going into it. He has a match with Jeff Hardy. Uh, coming up later, um, because I believe last week he appeared, shook Jeff Hardy's hand after his match, attacked him, and took a selfie with the downed Hardy, and then. Yeah, and then next week, and like, and then the week after that, they had a match. Austin won with the promo with like Jeff since he's going SmackDown. He wants to become better, 
he wants to reach further down. Maybe a bit broken, if you will. He did say in an interview um, with Ryan Satin, uh, of course, uh, that he wanted, he would be down to bring the Willow character back. Now, if you're not familiar with with the Willow character, I am familiar with Willow. Willow was yes, very. This was a. This is like I'd say probably one of the better times in uh, in Impact history. Back when it was still called yeah, TNA. Still TNA at the time, um, it was a time when Jeff Hardy had an angle and he became Willow, and it was fantastic. Honestly, it actually worked. Party played that character so well, and he still says today he is still down to play either Willow or a darker character. Maybe Brother Nero. It may not be that because that's still technically Matt Hardy's intellectual it's, property. Yeah, so, but a bit more like a. Brother Nero. Yeah, probably. We, we probably get Willow, if anything, before that, just because that's Jeff Hardy's idea, and he is with WWE right now, so they'll probably use that. Right. Um, after that recap, um, we see, like, an interview with... Um, well, we, ha- we have Reggie and, like, all them doing the 24-7 nonsense, right? You have Austin Theory to stand there trying to do an interview. Mm-hmm. Um... R Truth meets Austin Theory. Uh, they do like their back and forth thing. Um, Austin, Austin challenges R Truth to a match, and R Truth says, "Don't you gotta get approval from your mama first? <laughs> R Truth, bro. And then, like immediately after, like Austin Theory goes to the match, right? Um, so. <laughs> That's what Austin Theory's not Austin Theory. Our trade's pretty funny. Um, and so I'm thinking like, okay, our truth versus Austin Theory's next, whatever. I'm glad to see our truth back in the ring. Um, before that match, uh, we have a package for um Bobby and Goldberg because they have a match at Crown Jewel. Noah's Bard. I hate this feud. <sighs> Look, so I much. Said it before, I was glad that Goldberg didn't win, but uh, beat Bobby Lashley, you know, at SummerSlam. But at the same time, I'm not big. Goldberg, Goldberg's gonna go over, man. Like it's ridiculous because Goldberg. This this is the in the mind of Goldberg because it's happened before. Goldberg thinks he's some big superhero in his character. Thinks he's some big like cool man. I. I'm over Goldberg. No one likes Goldberg like that. Uh, I I've been. Over I'm pretty sure the crowd unironically chants Goldberg at this t- at this moment. Um. I mean, yeah, yeah, Goldberg's going over. Um. But and then they announce after the package that there's gonna be a dual interview later on that night between Bobby and Goldberg because they can't be together. Yeah, because the animosity between them is so intense. Now. And then, after that commercial break, yeah. right? I mean, then we get back. Um, Austin Theory is already in the ring. Well, you got a no entrance. And then you hear R-Truth's oh. music. And I'm like, yo, okay, R-Truth in the ring, let's go. And then he's like, see, I accepted your challenge for a friend. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm thinking like 
I love Corgi's like little Jimmy. <laughs> little Jimmy. <laughs> and then um, it, it, it was a it was a name that started with a J. Um, it's Jeff Hardy. Spoilers. Oh, okay. Jeff Hardy versus Austin Theory two. Um, we get that. Um, Austin almost learned the meaning of taunt to body. What? Oh, so for those that don't know what Taunt the Body means, uh, it's basically like a fighting game thing I learned a couple years ago at Evo, where it's like, you talk shit, and then you get absolutely bodied. Yeah. So, the theory was, like, doing the Jeff Hardy stuff, and then Jeff almost gets a roll up on him. Oh, man. Oh. And then Austin drops Hardy to the floor. Um, and no, at this point, we're, like, at the 9 o'clock yeah. hour. Or at least close to 9 o'clock hour. Um, it was also at this point in the match where I realized I could be, like, watching anime <laughs> or watching Smash because Sora literally just came yeah, out. Yeah, on that day, exactly. Yeah, um, so I'm like, I, I could be, like, watching one of those. Um, and then Austin... Um, it's, so, like, Jeff Hardy's going for a swanton bomb. Um, Austin hits the ropes to, like, make Jeff fall, like, hit his, like, hit his crotch. Um, because of that, you know, Jeff's kind of, like, out of it. One, two, three, Austin wins. Um, Jeff actually got up and hit a twist of fate on Austin after that. Oh, get some revenge, I see. Uh, yep, and then took a selfie afterwards on Austin's phone. Uh, we're probably not done with that feud. It's... Well, I, well, no, yeah, we're done with that feud because Austin's literally about to go to SmackDown. E. No, Austin, Jeff's about to go to SmackDown. Yeah, Jeff's gonna go to SmackDown, and I, uh, I do hope they do some, something else with Jeff, too, on SmackDown. I mean, yeah, he is well into his, into his career. He's been a been wrestling for quite a while but i still i still think that seeing him with a mid-card title or something here and there isn't bad no that's not bad at uh, all um i think jeff could probably go for like one more main event run honestly yeah i would like to see jeff you know maybe hold like a active like you know a world title or anything you know i think he could pull it off now way better than he you know did before uh just because of you know complications in the past but i mean i feel like he'd do way better you know t- today Right. Um, after that match, uh, we have a recap of Big E and Drew McIntyre versus the Usos. Um, fun fact, uh, that, that match didn't go well because of um, miscommunications. Oh, man. We have the traditional, can the champion and the challenger coexist? I literally put in my notes because there was a backstage problem with the feud too. I literally put I I literally put in my match. Can in my notes? Can they coexist? <laughs> now I well I don't mind this. It's it gets annoying when you when it's blatantly thrown in there like oh no it's like oh we'll be the the um th- that is that is like the third time they've pulled this can they coexist thing in a month yeah. like in, in like a two three month span. Yeah, I mean th- you have. Rand, Randy and Riddle. You have Nikki and Rhea Ripley. Yup. Do you have Biggie and Drew McIntyre? Yeah, it's 
it's getting annoying. But I mean, they're they were going against Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, aka the Dirty yeah, Dogs. The Dirty Dogs. And I put in my ma- notes a match I honestly could not care for. It, it, this is what is this the main event overall? No. 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 Okay. Um, because here's the thing about so I like okay it's so like I I like all these stars individually. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I love Drew and I love Biggie. Oh yeah, I do too. Um, Dolph, I feel like given the right material, great. He's a he's a great worker in general, but I feel like if given right stuff, he's also just a good character. Yeah. I, I I miss Bobby Roode. He could have been something bigger. I still have hope for the future, baby. But they're not doing anything with that. I I miss NXT Poppy Room. Oh, they're doing. They could have done so much with him. But yeah, so I mean, yep. Yeah, obviously, you know, traditional tag team match. Yeah. Um. Oh, um, uh, so. So before we get to that match, there's like a few things before that. Uh, we get a SmackDown promo uh, for, like, Friday. Mm-hmm. Or at least that Friday. SmackDown. Or, I I can't. My, my brain's mixed up. Um, There's a promo for this Friday, SmackDown. It's like, oh, what happened after Crown Jewel? You know, that kind of SmackDown. Because, like, they're like, this is the first one after the draft. Um, then you get a backstage promo with uh, Charlotte and... Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, and and Charlotte's like, "This is stupid. You're giving, you're putting me in a title match tonight. This is supposed to be my, I'm supposed to have a go home ceremony. Like this is supposed to be my like farewell. This is a conspiracy. Okay. Um, and then they just say, "No, it's not. You have a match. Get over it." Okay. Um. So that was a promo that happened. Um. And then you get uh, Biggie and Drew McIntyre versus Dirty Dogs. Um. Actually, during like at the end of the promo between like backstage segment between like Drew and Biggie, you actually see Biggie do like his opening to his entrance. Oh. Okay. Where he addresses the crowd. And I thought that was a really cool touch. Um, but yeah, Biggie, Drew McIntyre, Dirty Dogs. Um, I'm gonna notice I put it is definitely a match. Your traditional tag team because match, I would assume. It, it was a traditional tag team match because nothing of note happened. Uh, um, hot tag to Drew. Um, tag back to Biggie. Big ending for the win. One, two, three. There we go. And W champion still goes on. Now I am excited. I am still excited oh. for Biggie's reign, though. Don't get me wrong. Just don't put him oh. in this boring match like this, please. Oh, uh, yeah. And then you get a Tree Profits backstage segment because like, they're like doing their thing, and like this also acts like an ad for Crown Jewel. And they're facing what? Who tonight? The RK um, Bro, I believe, right? Yeah, they're ra- they're roasting RK Bro and uh, AJ and Omos. Um, 
that that's the end of that segment basically. Um, and then we get a advertisement for Mansoor versus Cedric Alexander next. Um, so of course we can't get that immediately. We have to like wait for that because before that there was a package for Kevin Steen, not Kevin Owens, Kevin Steen, mm-hmm. because that man's on his way out. Is he really? I don't know. Like he seems like on Twitter he says he's fine, but I mean, who knows? They are treating him like crap. Oh man, uh, I I don't know. I feel like he, I don't feel like he's gonna leave for some reason. I don't know why. Just call it a hunch or a bad hunch, but I don't know. Look, I'm just saying in his Twitter like bio, he gave the coordinates to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> And he 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 have same with like him like the young bucks Adam Cole like that little group. <laughs> I don't know that they're doing it, with them anymore. It's just like he was just getting beaten up by Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. It was ridiculous. And then like did a stunner on Akira Dazawa the week after. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with them, man. I don't. I don't think they know what they're doing. It's disappointing because okay. Kevin. Anyway, such a great talent. he is. Uh, anyway, Mansoor versus Cedric Alexander. Nothing special happened here. I uh, I'm assuming, and I'm assuming you know Cedric was accompanied to by Shelton to the ring. Yes, hurt business. Yeah. Thank God. And then uh, uh, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the the description of this. Apparently, uh, Ali came out afterwards. Yeah, Ali came out afterwards. Um, he, Ollie's just like, hey, quit smiling. Smiling's not good. And I'm gonna beat you at Crown Jewel. That was... Um, um, Monsoor stands up for himself. He's like, you shut up, and I'm gonna beat you in my hometown. Now, fun fact about that. Because that, because, because that's apparently where he's from is, uh... God, I can't remember the name of the city. Uh, I forgot where exactly in Saudi Arabia. But fun thing about this match is that this match was not promoted on the Crown Jewel card. <gasps> WWE I, not promoting a match? This match was not mentioned. Uh, as stated by Ali on Twitter, his match with Mansoor was not announced as part of the card. We know we know what's going and to happen, but it just, just it was not mentioned. Uh, um, and uh, surprisingly, you mean you mean the match that features the hometown guy not that didn't get advertised? Oh my god! Exactly, which I, I don't know. Like I feel like, and I'm I'm surprised he's still here. Mustafa Ali has put up with the. Well, I'm sorry, not Mustafa. Mustafa, my bad. You gotta say that right. Uh, Mustafa has put up with a lot. Of WWE's crap. I don't know where he is at the moment right now. Like, I would have been at my breaking point already. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll also put my notes by WWE Logic. Um, all these winning that match. Because we can't let the hometown person win the match. Now, I ever. think, actually, I don't know if this changed. Last Crown Jewel, Mansoor, I think it's undefeated. Undefeated uh, I mean, in, in his hometown, is... anyway, I, uh, I should say. 
I'll, I mean, I'm, I would be happy if he did win. But at the same time, this is WWE logic here. You, you know, why let the hometown person win? I, I just want them. I, I think they'd be a good tag team, but at the same time, I feel like individually, there's so much more that they can do with them. Because they got drafted to they got yeah. drafted to SmackDown as a tag team. Now, I mean, you could keep them as a tag team and put the belts on them, which I wouldn't mind. I feel like when they drafted them as a tag team, they didn't know what they were good at. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. That describes wrong in that show anyway. Um. Anyway, after that, we got... Uh, Lashley versus Goldberg, like Lashley and Goldberg's interview. Um, do you mind if I read my notes word for word? What did he say? Goldberg s- still saying he's going to kill Bobby. Um, Bobby says, "You know that's legal, right?" <laughs> um, that it's also legal for Goldberg to threaten him on live TV. So. Um, he could call the cops on me if he wanted to. What? I... Oh, my God. And, uh... And then Goldberg is still hitting the fact that he's going to kill Bobby Lashley. Um, and I put, God, Goldberg is not hitting it right now. Why is he going to kill him? Just say you're going to beat him. Just say you're going to beat him. Um, and and again, Bobby is 100% in the right here. Uh, I mean, you are threatening a man on on live TV. You cannot say that. (laughs) Again, just the entire situation of, like, Gage attacking Bobby from the back. Bobby's in the right here. Nope. If someone attacked you from behind and you didn't know who it was, what would you do? He's wrong because it was Goldberg's son. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. That changes everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then my final note for the interview is that this interview sucks. Yeah. Might as well just move on to the next segment. <laughs> uh, which is an arcade bro promo. Perfect. Um, Riddle's still trying to make Granny laugh, uh, per mm. normal. Because that's just the thing, you could, see, you, know, you could just constantly see Randy not trying to crack a yeah. smile. Uh, and, and, and then Riddle's is like, Randy, what's the plan? And Randy's like, you, you, you want to know what the plan is? He's like, yeah, winning is the plan. And everyone's like, okay. Uh, if they want the smoke, we'll give them the smoke. <laughs> That's funny you're coming from that riddle. <laughs> I don't Oh, bro, I love Matt Riddle so much. <laughs> I'll give them the smoke. Oh, no. Bro, I, I honestly got want to see a few between Matt Riddle and Orange Cassidy. Oh, man. That was funny. <laughs> that would be the funniest thing ever. And then, so then what? And, 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 and then you get RK Pro versus the Street Profits. And... Again, another how many tag? That's another. That's a second tag team match on the show. Yes, but at the same time, it's it's at least good tag yeah. teams. Oh, uh, we start with Montez versus Riddle. Oh, uh, and I put Montez peaked at Bloodline bitches. Oh, <laughs> uh, because he that entire night. Oh my god, I love Montez for that night. 
of Orton tagged in post commercial break. Oh, because you have to have commercial break on Raw. Yup. During a match. Um, Riddle tagged back in. Uh, Montez and Randy hot tagged each other. Got hot tagged in. Um, and then I just put as the final note for this match: AJ and Omos interfered. LOL. Oh, DQ finish. Oh, tr- trust me. Uh, don't don't think we're doing DQ finishes oh, tonight. Oh man. Might as well move on to the next. What's oh. happening? What's happening after that, Dad? Because. Uh, we get a package for Becky Lynch, my favorite women superstar ever. I love Becky Lynch. She's fantastic. Um, do I think she needs to be Becky two belts again? No. Um, and then we get um, Shayna versus Dewdrop. Ooh, okay. Now I will say I like both of these women wrestlers, but the only thing I do um, hate okay. is that they named her Dewdrop. Don't know why. But um, okay, so I put it in parentheses. I put sleep because I I couldn't care because this entire Queen's Crown tournament has been a joke. <laughs> first of all, you put first of all you would expect either Tony Storm or Liv Morgan to like at least go to the semifinals. Yeah. Right? Because everyone loves both of them. They're they're great. But no. They get knocked out in the first <laughs> the first round. In less in like in around a minute. And then you get to like this match, right? And first of all, this match isn't a squash like it should have been, probably. Like, Drew Drop actually had some fight in her. Oh. Oh. Drew Drop barely survives a clutch hole. Um. Oh, jeez. And it, it, then Drew Drop rolls out of another hole on the ground. In one, two, three. Rolls in, out of the pure Kirafuda clutch into the pin. Oh my gosh, lovely. Dewdrop beats Shayna Baszler. Oh, I, I hate this bookie, Aiden. I hate this so much. Uh, I, I mean, I said honest, would the best answer would have been Shayna Baszler going to, you know, to the round, but... Be- because I, I I was looking at this bracket right before Monday, and I'm like, okay, Tony's gone, Liv's gone, and considering what they're doing for Shayna, she's going to win. It's it's clear as day, and I wouldn't mind that because Shayna's pretty good. But then you, not not Piper Devin, no. No, if this was a, if this was actually Piper, okay, cool. But it's Dewdrop. First of all, why why, why change her name from Piper Dewdrop. to Dewdrop? Yeah, I, I, she just kept her Piper Nevin. If it, like I said, if this was Piper Nevin, I'd be all for it, bro. Because Piper's great. Like no, it's just oh, God. God. I, I hate this sermon, Aiden. I hate it so much. It's... It's... 
something else. Did you, did you know Roman's entrance is longer than the first two matches in the SmackDown part of the tournament? You you, you heard me. The f- Roman Reigns' entrance that night on SmackDown was longer than both of the qualifying rounds for the Queen's Crown Tournament on SmackDown. Oh my gosh. Um, it, 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 <laughs> what the fuck is this tournament, LOL? Oh, and then you get a backstage promo with Bianca, Nikki, and Rhea. Um, as much as I'm not a fan of Bianca's character, I did like this segment. Yeah. Part, partially because Nikki is a treasure. Um, I, I. Aiden can test this. I was not a fan of Nikki's like character of being like almost a superhero. I, I don't mind the superhero gimmick, as you know. Apparently, she pitched it herself. I was not pitched by WWE. She pitched it herself, and Vince liked the idea because it was actually selling. It was actually doing really good, and so they kept going with it. Uh, um. So, like, I, I just started getting back into wrestling recently. So, like, when I first saw Nikki, I'm like, wait, what happened to Nikki Cross? Yep. What happened to crazy Nikki? And I'm fine. I'm, I'm actually kind of glad they gave Nikki more personality instead of her just being, like, the crazy chick, you know? Because apparently Alexa Bliss had that spot taken. Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyway, Rhea and Nikki's like, welcome to Raw. Um... Like give give her, and and like they, like they give her a hat, right? Like a raw hat. They they leave. Bianca's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this, but okay. I, I guess I'll get ready for my match against Charlotte. Um, and then after that, um, we had the weirdest match I've seen in a while in terms of matchups. Finn Balor versus versus Mace. Da, da, da. Why? There, there was no real purpose to this match, uh, unless I'm missing something, Aiden. I mean, that sounds like Raw in general. Um, Finn wins, obviously. Why? And they, they split Mace and, and T Bar up. T Bar. So, I don't know why you yeah. him T Bar. Just call him Dominic Dijakovic. Please. See, you're expecting people to actually get treated right in the main roster. It's look, it's like he's so good, Dominic Dijakovic. He's fantastic. Uh, Mace, I mean, he can do. I'm pretty sure he he can be pretty good too. But it's just like, what's the point of this match? It's like there's no point. There, there was the, the only point I could see is the fact that they wanted to give some tension between Woods and Finn before pretty their much. matchup. Yeah. Which, again, I don't mind either one of them winning. I prefer Xavier winning, but I wouldn't mind if Finn did. Yup. Because Finn deserves some sort of and love. I mean, then after that, what was the main event, right? Especially what happened at Extreme Oh, Rules. yeah. The, I don't know. <sighs> um, anyway, before the main event, um, there was a backstage segment, for some yeah. reason, with Morrison and the Viking Raiders. Oh. Morrison is like meditating right 
Because cause meditating is like a healthy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And the Viking raiders are like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm channeling my chi. And like, he's trying to explain like chi yeah. and like meditation to them. And they're like, is chi going to help us raid? And he's like, no. And then they're like, oh, if it's not going to help us raid it, it's dumb. Aiden, I, I, they're wasting the Viking Raiders. I don't know what they're doing. I'm telling Raw. Raw is just like, uh, it, it, it's incoherent half the time. Um, and then we get to the main event of Bianca versus oh. Charlotte for the Raw women's title. Which, no, I heard this match actually wasn't that bad. Like, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a bad match. I, it was actually, like, worthy of a main event. Um, they mirrored each other for a bit when the match first started. Um, they both had a nice show of, of athleticism. Um, Bianca hit Charlotte with a jackhammer suplex and got a near fall off it. Um, Charlotte, ca- Charlotte counters the kiss of death with using the ropes. Um, Bianca kicks out of a spear. Um, Charlotte misses the moonsault. Um, and Bianca counters with a great suplex. Like, it, it, it was... Mwah, it was very, very good. Again, I love Bianca as a wrestler. She is a great talent. Oh, yeah, same thing for Charlotte. Charlotte's fantastic, but... I mean, Charlotte's also a flair, so... Yeah. Um, and then Charlotte kicks out of a power slam. And, and, and then, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Charlotte wins via DQ because she decided to hit Bianca with a chair. Your main event in Charlotte's far- farewell match from Monday Night Raw. Wins at a DQ. Wins at a DQ. L O L. Surprising. I hate Raw. <laughs> I mean, like I said, this ma- like the people said, this match is good, but to end it like that, yeah, just seems like you know traditional. The, the match style. leading up to that was fine. It it was fun. It was fine. It was Sounds fun like to watch. WWE style. But the ending was god awful. Yeah, that's yep yep. It's not WWE style right there. Part of me wonders if like they were short for time. No, I just think that's just how they wanted to end it. Because it just didn't feel right. Yeah, I just think they wanted to end it like that. Like I just think that's just what they planned, and it's very stupid that they planned it. But because the match ended like, because I was thinking like, okay, there's gonna be like a post-match segment. Yeah. But no, she wins, and then like it, the show just ends. Oh, okay. So, um, so I don't know, and also apparently Charlotte got nicked a mm-hmm. bit, um, after a kick. Oh. So I don't know. She'll probably be fine. And, oh, There's no, she'll, she'll crazy. be perfectly fine. She doesn't have a match on Thursday. So. <laughs> as, far as, as far as I know, she does have a match. I don't think she does. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess next after this, we'll go off on a decent note, is NXT. Um... I've been, I've been keeping my eye on 2.0. Um, I haven't been consistently watching it, but I've been keeping my eye on it. I do not mind it. 
You can't. I don't like it. You can't tell there is a bit. There has been a handful of changes in there. You can't tell by the way it is produced and such. But it, it is a bit too produced for my personal taste um, for NXT. But, I mean, of course, it's, you know, it's NXT, so we still have, you know, Tommaso Ciampa and others on there. Now, I mean, this is the go-home show to Halloween Havoc. They are, um, you know, they're advertised Tommaso and Braun Breaker. You know, can they Braun coexist? Yep, Braun can they coexist? Ah, against the best tag team in the division. Ooh. We saw it already. It was on Raw. It happened on Raw. So, yeah, NXT is kind of seeming like it is a bit overproduced like the other. <laughs> Baby <laughs> Raw. But still better but i mean uh that, that that's not hard to do yeah and i mean uh first i mean first thing of the night we get carmelo hayes and trick williams uh celebrating because carmelo hayes beats uh isaiah Swerve scott mainly because uh he was drafted with the rest of hit row to smackdown i'm actually excited about that uh hit row is um, very good hit row versus Usos. hit row is very good i i love them a lot and i'm I, hopefully they they do good. Um, of course, uh, the intro, their their uh, celebration is interrupted by none other than Mister Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and he's putting himself in the North American title picture. Um, which I don't mind because it looks like they're trying to make Johnny a face again. And man, when Johnny's a face, Johnny is fantastic. Johnny Gargano as a face is wonderful. Um, but after that, of course, he stole the NXT Championship belt later, uh, later from uh, Carmel, uh, from Mello. After that, really, I'm trying to just like more pinpoint. We do have a couple of different matches in the night. Um, it is. Let's see. We got the Creed Brothers with Diamond Mine, of course, because Diamond uh, Diamond Mine's a new stable with Roger Strong in there as well. Other with other new upcoming stars, um, Diamond Mine's not a bad stable at all. Um, they work pretty well, and they face off against Imperium. Um, this match, I mean, it's really just to put the Creed Brothers over. Honestly, the Creed Brothers are these two big dudes. Uh, I forgot they they all have, they have separate names. It's like Julius and Brutus, I think. Yeah, Julius and Brutus Creed. Um, apparently though. I'm surprised because I thought they were just going to put him over. Imperium beats the Creed Brothers. Uh, and I believe they beat him off a of distraction because MSK was there too as well. And then, of course, the I would say the biggest thing we get a lot of, we're getting a lot of uh, ads too because at Halloween Havoc, of course, we have Raquel Gonzalez versus Mandy Rose. I will say that I do Boy. like the new Mandy Rose. Bro, you know my yes. Uh, I like the stable she is with Toc- uh, Toxic Attraction. Uh, it's very good. I I I do love Manny's new look though. I mean, I just like her in NXT in general. I feel like it's working well. Oh, way oh better. I do too. It, it's working out way better for her than her being a main roster. Honestly, I feel like she's doing very good with the stable. And then of uh of course after that uh, apparently there is a. Uh, Halloween Havoc host qualifier. Yeah. Uh, uh, huh? Yep. Uh, so, the there it is L.A. Knight 
versus Grayson Waller. And of course, LA Knight, fantastic on the mic and in the ring. He's, you know, he does, you know, he does really, really well. Now, uh, you know, the, he has his match with Grayson Waller. LA Knight beats Grayson Waller and is the host of Halloween Havoc. What does a host do? Does he just spin the wheel? Uh, I guess so, but I mean, LA Knight as the host is fine, and it's actually perfect because he is gold on the mic. He is fantastic. He reminds me of almost a rock on the mic. He's really good. But that that's a bold that's a bold but, statement, uh, he, sir. He does become the host, but um, yeah, I guess he's just gonna be the host. He's gonna be the one in charge to spin the wheel and everything like that. And then of course we have the. The the uh, main event of the night, the uh, the uh, traditional can they coexist champion with challenger match versus uh, good tag team on the roster. <laughs> it is uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Braun Breaker versus Grizzled Young Veterans. And I will say this: I'm tired of calling this man Braun Breaker because that is a stupid name. I believe he should be called like what Rex Steiner, it- right? They were gonna go with yeah Bronson Rex Steiner, and that was that's his actual name, but right. you know they don't want to use for some reason, want to use the name Steiner. Is it because of Scott? I don't know. I think they're trying to like establish these 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 uh, second generation superstars as non second generation. But he lo- he is literally a younger version of his. He dad. Look, he looks like Rick Steiner. He looks just like him, like. You can tell just by looking at him. He is a Steiner. I, <laughs> he looks like a Steiner and he yeah. works like a Steiner. And of course, uh, you know, the match happens. We get the, uh, you know, Champ, Tommaso, and uh, Braun. Did they, co- did they coexist? Uh, they do coexist and they do defeat the Grizzled Young Veterans. And they uh, end the show staring down each other. Now, I am excited for this match. I don't know if they're going to put the strap right away on Braun. There's, there, there's no there way might, to make Tomancho just a There might champion. be maybe a couple, maybe might wait a little longer. Because I think it, it is a little too early still for them to throw it on Braun. He's fa- he looks fantastic. He fits that mold uh, that Vince likes. But even then, I already know he's looking at him. He's gonna be champion. He's gonna be an NXT champion. He looks like he's gonna be a, a former, like a, a a a future WWE champion. He has the look and everything. But he has he has the Vince. Yeah, but I do not think he's gonna take the title from Champa at Halloween Havoc. I feel like maybe something else is gonna happen. Someone something's gonna stop him because I think just disqualification is gonna do it. They're probably going to have something to make it a bit more convincing. But, I mean, other than that, a pretty decent episode of NXT. Nothing uh, nothing too crazy, but pretty decent. All right, all right, all right. So, do we want to end this on our crown jewel predictions? Let's do it. All right, let's start from the bottom of the card, courtesy of CBS Sports. The Queen's Crown Finals. Dewdrop versus Selena Vega. Uh, 
Selena, please. I'm, I'm calling it. I'm saying Selena. They could surprise people and do do drop, but I feel like it's gonna be Selena. I feel like they have to do Selena, bro. I think it would just be better if they did Selena. All right, all right. We're both saying Selena. All right. Um, Queen. Oh God, I can't read. King of the Ring finals. Finn. Balor versus Xavier Woods. Potential match of the night, by the way. Or, or Xavier match of the has day. to win. He has to. He, this is his I, time. I am saying Xavier, but I am... I'm just going to say Xavier, but I would yeah, not be mad. I just think win. this is Xavier's time to to shine. He, if he doesn't win, I don't know who like when he will. Honestly, yeah. Because this is like this seems like this is like the perfect opportunity. Because he's already said... That's the one thing he wants to do. And then now he's in one. Come on. He has to win this. All right. All right. We're both saying Finn. Okay. So we're two for two. Um, The next match, Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, Mansoor, I'm feeling, uh, honestly. I'm saying Ali. I feel like... All right. I feel like Ali will not win only... Because I feel like this is going to be a way to get them back together on the same ro- rope as a tag team. And I feel like it's going to be a way of showing Mansoor, uh, I'm sorry, of Mansoor showing Ali what he can do and that he's just as good. Um, I'm saying Ali is going to win because I'm going off the WWE logic of we're not going to let our hometown people win. It is a tried and true idea Mm -hmm. it is a very safe bet also ali said uh just i just want to put this out there ali said he will donate his pay from this card to charity uh that's good at least something's gonna good good out of the saudi arabia show um so i i mean that's also why i feel like he's he's gonna he's gonna he's not gonna really win i don't know and then also just because mansoor is undefeated on on the crown jewel and such Saudi Arabia shows, you know. Alright. Our first title match of the night. The Raw Tag Team Titles. RK Bro versus AJ and Omas. Um, RK Bro's retaining this. Yeah. Yeah. I I love RK Bro. They're a great team. I've I, I, I think they're selling pretty well, too. Yeah, and then also, I just think it's time for AJ Styles and Omos to do different things. I, I Maybe think, put AJ next to Finn? I, don't I think Omos will be a good singles competitor. He does. He's not like your, your normal big man, like a great Kali type of guy. Like, he actually has something to him, I think. They haven't showed yeah, it yet. I think he has more to him, but I mean, I I think it's time that AJ and Omos split up. <laughs> G- give AJ a proper title I mean, run. A, I know a title run since uh, I don't know who knows when. <laughs> AJ's too good for what he's doing. Yeah, but, I mean, hey, he's probably still getting paid uh, well, so he is. He is. So we're both saying RK, yep. bro. So. Here's one I haven't really thought about. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Hell in a cell. Right, I've thought about it. I already, I'm going to tell you straight up. It's going to be Edge. Edge is going over. 
Really? Because this is so Edge obviously won the first match, and uh, Seth Rollins won the second match they had. All right, so fifty fifty booking. Yeah. I do think Edge goes over in this feud because this oh. is that like kind of traditional, you know? Yes, hectic match, but at the end of the day, the good guy goes over. Just to be counteractive to you, I'm going to say Seth. Okay, okay. Just for the sake of being different. Well, that match is going to be All right, next. fantastic. Um, Next up, we have probably the worst match Bobby on the Lashley card. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg, no holds barred. Bobby. Well, no, actually, I'm saying no, Goldberg. No, I, 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 I want to say Bobby, but bro. I believe Goldberg is going over. Yeah, yeah. Because it's basically Goldberg's revenge. Goldberg wins, LOL. And then, to move on uh, from that catastrophe, we have a match that might be the, uh, pretty pretty decent. Uh, Big E versus Drew McIntyre for a WWE Championship. That should at least be a fun match. Um, Drew is, uh, so apparently Drew is moving to SmackDown after Crown Jewel. So, yeah, Drew's moving yeah to I doubt he's going to so win the title. Yeah, Big, Big E's e. definitely retaining that. So, I mean, in general, I was going to pick Big E regardless. Because I doubt they're going to have him drop um, it that quick. He's been doing so well on TV and in, in you know, public appearances and everything. Everyone loves yeah. Big E. He is, he, he is a pure soul. Exactly. Um... SmackDown Women's Championship triple threat between Becky, Sasha, and Bianca Belair. Bianca's second title chance this yeah. week, by the way. Like I said earlier, I'm thinking Becky because I'm thinking they're going to pull a title switch thing where, like, even if, like I said, Becky's going to retain, she goes to Raw, and then her, her and Charlotte are just going to swap titles. Real quick, I just remembered. Um, Bianca interfered. At least try to on SmackDown. With like with her yeah. hair. Yeah. Oh right, yeah yeah yeah. It literally just came back to my mind. Well, I just feel like the, yeah. Because I, because I was like, wait, that's that's a heel tactic. I just feel like they're just gonna do a title swap segment. Like they're gonna have Becky win and then just do a title swap segment, L- like later, like on the on the next show after that. Um. I was going to say Sasha because of the fact that Bianca and Becky are moving to Raw. But then I realized that Charlotte still has the Raw women's title. Mm-hmm. So unless she vacates that. It's just going to be a title swap uh, segment. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be a title swap. So I'm going to say Becky too. Yeah, definitely for sure. Um, and then the main event. For the Universal title. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar on a Paul Heyman in in a pole yeah, this match. Is, this is a this is actually one that's hard for me to predict. I think they... I'm feeling they want to have Roman be the longest reigning Universal Champion. Because I think right now he's tied with Brock Lesnar. Him and Brock have both like about a year reign. Oh, they're they're both other over. Well, Brock is like over five hundred. Yeah. Roman is in the four hundred. So I think they they want 
I'm, I'm gonna say Roman, just because I think that they they want him to to be the, beat that uh, that record. Well, then who do you take? Then who do you have take the title off Roman? That is a, that is a good question. We do have a interesting draft pick by the name of Drew McIntyre, who I think in the future could possibly take it off of Roman because they already have they already sowed the seeds there between them. They have history. So I think it could be that in the future. But for now at Crown Jewel, I think that Roman will retain. I just had a thought. Hear me out on this mm-hmm. one, okay? Biggie loses to Drew. But Brock beats Roman. Because they made a point that Brock's a free agent. So Brock could take that universal title wherever he wants. I feel. I'm, I'm just saying that could be a play they make. I feel as if it's just I I, I doubt they'll. Why well, to say I, I I feel like I doubt at this point. Biggie's not losing that title at all. Oh no, he's oh, not. Yeah. I'm, uh, like it was just a thought that came to mind. Like they could. Yeah. Well, they could, but. I don't know. It it'd be a weird. Um, it'd be a weird one for sure. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just so, again. Just we have something else different. I'm gonna say Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, in my heart, I feel like Roman's gonna win. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm thinking Brock. Definitely. Um. I. What's gonna happen is that it's gonna come down to Paul Heyman. Yeah, honestly, that yeah, it might. Yeah, the pivotal point in this entire feud. It's gonna come down to something with Paul Heyman for sure. And it, it and again, part of my mind says like, if Brock doesn't beat Roman, who has beaten Finn Balor as the Demon, yep. he has beaten John Cena. Mm-hmm. After kicking out of a Super AA. Yep. Who beats Roman? I I could not tell you. <laughs> I, th- I, mean, like, I feel that like is, it's going to be Drew in the future. That's the corner that you have put themselves in. I feel in. like it's going to be Drew in the future. Because I feel like he's enough of a, Drew's enough of a big name to do it still. Oh, uh, he is now. Yeah. Um, I would say... I mean, if you want to, we could do take we could do Halloween Havoc, but I don't know enough about NXT uh, to really say. No, we don't have to do Halloween Havoc. I feel like just Crown Jewel for now is fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, is there anything else you want to say, Aiden? Um. Well, I, of course, you know, obviously we are missing a dynamite. Of course, there was no dynamite this week because. Oh, that is safe yep, for Saturday. Because Dynamite is on Saturday, so of course we had no Dynamite to talk about, but at least we had some sort of AEW to talk about uh, on off, you know, off of Rampage. But, uh, yeah, maybe next time we will talk about AEW Dynamite. But uh, other than that... Um, uh, for yeah. next time, um, if we if we do an episode this coming week, everyone, um, expect Crown Jewel, expect SmackDown, Rampage, Dynamite, and raw, raw, yay! Only because it's raw. But uh, other than that, I mean, 
Crown Jewel. Wouldn't say the card's stacked. There are looking like some at, like uh, some matches on there are kind of hit or miss. But I will say for sure, Edge and uh, Seth Rollins, I believe, will probably be match of the night. Oh, 100%. It's about to be match of the night, bro. It has to. Like, these two have impeccable chemistry. Like, I, it's crazy. Um, Card-wise, yeah, it's, it's definitely not an all-out. All out maybe the best pay per view I've ever seen. Yeah, it, it, like this year's all out. Yeah, anyway. it was fantastic. Um, something I meant to put in my raw notes that I realized while I was um on the treadmill mm-hmm. yesterday. Not a single mention of the U.S. title. Oh yeah, Damian Priest also with nothing left to do. The the U.S. champion with nothing to do. And there was no mention of the Intercontinental title on SmackDown. So both both mid-card champions just doing nothing. And the frustrating part about that for me, Aiden, is that the Intercontinental champion is Shinsuke Nakamura. I, I just... I want to see him win a world title, but I doubt he will. It's just... Man. I don't know what they're doing. Uh... uh I, I, God, I, I, I give WWE so much crap because I love wrestling, and I know they can do better. It's just I would say some mismanagement going on. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to the first episode of Don't Mind Us in the Ring. Um, if you guys are interested, give us a like on Twitter at DMC, DMUcast, capital D, M, U, and then capital C, and then A-S-T in lowercase. Um, you'll find me and Aiden's socials on there, too. And also, you'll find our main podcast, uh, Don't Mind Us, um, the first episode for that also which has a youtube version as well so multiple ways to listen to that and then you can listen to this podcast on itunes soundcloud no not soundcloud itunes spotify and google play so that um i'll see you guys later um and you have anything else Uh, to say nothing else oh we'll just see you guys later then all right goodbye Bye. bye